try and think long term, try and think really far away. Hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh, sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Walter. So, if some people don't know this, we're bas- most people are basically not born to trade, right? Probably 99.9%. How can we first understand that and then use that to become a good trader? Okay, this is a great question and I appreciate it. You know what I, you know what I would say is um, there's an app and I will try and put it in the show notes for those of you watching this. And this is your lucky day because you're going to get a cool <laughs> app. It's free, I believe. I believe it's free. I don't know. I have it on my phone, but it's basically is a risk assessment. Okay. And what's cool about the, and I've only shared this with uh, like traders that I've coached before. So I'm going to put this in the link and I want you guys to check it out. So what it does is it enables you to see how well are you at defining risk? Because I think that's a big part of trading. It's not the only thing, right? It's something that we get wrong. And I think what you said is absolutely correct about the fact that we're not born to trade. We're not built to trade. Mm -hmm. We're built to make the cognitive mistakes that don't allow for consistent profitable trading. In that app, it'll like you can take the test and see your score and all that. What's interesting, I think, is that there was a study of like professional gamblers, right? And what they found was fascinating, which is these gamblers, they thought of themselves almost as like, like they, they just would never die, you know, that they were ever la- like they were infinite, they had infinite life. Mm-hmm. And that's, and so it's almost like you need to adopt that point of view when you're looking at your edge. Like, let's say, for example, you have a trading system and it has a 55% win rate. And you know, if it gets down to 51%, you're going to be break even. Mm-hmm. But if you're making anything over 51%, you're going to be making money. What's interesting about that, and, you, and you're really you're convinced that it's a 55%. So for a lot of people, that's not enough. They're going to say, no, I want it to be 60. I want it to be 70. I want it to be at least 65, right? They, yeah. It's like, I need, you know, I need to improve my win rate, right? They, they focus in on that. But for these professional gamblers that they studied, they saw so far into the future and thought about so many thousands of trades that they were going to take that they knew that that 4% edge was money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was, that was all they needed. And it's actually the exact same thing that the casinos do. Mm-hmm. Like the casinos, those, those slot machines, they pay out like, like 98.5% of the money or 97.8%. You know, it depends on where they at. And they actually publish the numbers. Mm-hmm. So what that means is on average, they're only taking two, uh, one and a half, two, three, you know, maybe three percent of the money that goes through there. But that's enough to make all those lights and pay for all the entertainers and all the staff. And you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's fascinating to me. And it's the same thing with the table games. Table games have very slight edges too, but it, it they all they all have an edge for the house. So mm-hmm. uh, of course, blackjack it, it varies with the the composition Comes. of the of the deck, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. exactly. But yeah, so. I find that whole thing fascinating that they, that they basically discovered that the guys who are really good at managing risk, the gamblers, right? Because mm-hmm. think about it. Gamblers are trading. They are basically traders trading systems that have negative expectancy, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So where, they, where do they find their edge? They, they must find their edge somewhere, right? And I know it's different when you're like betting on sports and things like that because the, the line changes and all that. But 
I find that fascinating. So I think if you're interested in this idea, I think you should definitely check out the app. I'll link it up in the show notes. You guys can have a look at that. And also try and think long-term, try and think really far away and imagine not why you want your 55% win rate system to be 65%, but imagine how much money you could make if you pushed a certain number of trades, a certain amount of money through that. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's I mean, that's what people at Walmart do. All the all the companies that sell stuff at Walmart, or you know, any place like that, right? Any discount department store, or whatever, they have such like Walmart ensures that they have such small margins. You know, you're selling this widget, you're selling all these millions of widgets to Walmart. You have such a really fine amount of profit there. But the reason why they happily sign the contract with Walmart because they're, they're notorious negotiators. They will push mm-hmm. that price down, right? Or they won't take your product. They will say, no, you got to get it here. To, you got to give us this price per unit or we're not, you know, we're not going to say yes. And so people will happily sign that because why? Because they know the volume. Mm-hmm. They might only be making 6% on every unit, right? Mm-hmm. But, but it, you know, it were normally they might make 20% or 15% or whatever, but they want, they'll take that five, 6% because of the volume of the millions of widgets that they know that they're going to push through Walmart. And it's the same thing with trading. It's the same thing with gambling. Like if you have that edge, however, so slight, don't discount that, mm-hmm. right? Think about how valuable that is to have over the lifetime of your trade. So yeah, that's how I see it anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Hey there, I hope you're finding this episode useful. I just wanted to let you know that Walter and I give away something valuable every month that helps traders improve their skills. You can enter to win by simply leaving an iTunes review and leaving a comment on our YouTube videos. At the end of each month, we'll look at the comments and reviews from the month and we'll pick a winner at random. Each comment and each review counts for one entry during the month that it's submitted. So if you're interested in that, be sure to enter after this podcast is over. All right, back to the episode. Yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's a great way to look at it. I think we get lost in the uh, income, right? How much am I going to make every month? How much am I going to make this month? How, am I going to be able to pay my rent or my mortgage, right? And um, we don't think of the long game, like how can we get investors or something later on to ramp up our trading? And uh, Yeah, and do yeah. you like, here's a question for you. Do you have like 10-year goals and things like that? Because that's another way to like make it more... You know, sometimes people just say, well, I want to do this year. Like we're recording this podcast in January and a lot of people have New Year's resolutions on that, right? I think it's easier if you push your goal further out and say, well, I want to have 10-year goals, five-year goals, 15-year goals instead of like your annual things. You know, do you do stuff like that? Have you looked at stuff like that? Because I think that kind of takes the pressure off. Yeah, I mean, I've I've tried that stuff, but I think it's, for me, it's more about like, what am I really excited about? And that's going to be something that's really far out, right? Anyway, and that's kind of my goal. I don't have to put like a time limit on it, but um, I just work towards that. And for me, I found that works the best instead of setting like a hard five or 10 year goal or whatever. Right, right. But, yeah. Do you use okay. those like far out goals? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think, I, no, I think it's really important to have quarterly and annual goals and all mm-hmm. that. And, and you can have monthly or weekly, depending on how, you know, how, what your time frames are on your trades. But I do think the the longer term goals, at least, you know, it's kind of like trading the longer high higher time frame charts. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of get like an update every every so often. So like, if you have a ten year goal, you you could you might look at that ten year goal every year and go, okay, well, I you know, it, we're eight years out now from my, my ten year goal. You know, the last two years, how have I, you know what I mean? How have I mm-hmm. progressed and that sort of thing? I just think it, I feel like it takes the pressure off. I feel like we're such a, you know, now sort of 
you know, everyone's yeah. on their phones and every, you know what I mean? I feel like it just takes the pressure off for me and it, no, and it helps me yeah. see it more clearly, just like looking at the weekly charts or daily charts makes, you know what I mean? For mm -hmm. me, that also can help you see the, what's going on a little bit easier too. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I think for me, at least I, I make too many of those little goals. So if I have too many of those little goals, they start piling up and I'm like, oh crap, I can't do any of these. But yeah, that's I what I mean. One, one big one, right? Then it's easier to kind of see what needs to be done. So, yeah, absolutely. I had I had the same problem, and that's actually what. Yeah, that's exactly what got me into doing the longer term goals. Was exactly what you're saying because you you know you get these lists and you're like, oh, I got to do this this week and this and that, and and it just it becomes like it's overwhelm, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you can kind of consolidate everything into a big picture, it's just like for me, it's like okay, you know, yeah, so, yeah, totally, I agree, yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks, Walter. See ya. See ya. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.